When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. tuning in to the PH Next Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig, Petey, and Sean. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I just, uh, if you don't mind me right off the top, yep. just want to take a moment here. It is, of course, 9-11, 22 years later. It's hard to believe that much time has passed. Unbelievable. But I just want to take a moment to remember and honor the victims and the heroes and a date that probably changed this nation forever. So if I could ask you guys for just a moment of silence. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for that off the top. Yeah. Very important. Important to remember that today. So, um, well, we have a lot to get into today. Um, and this is going to be an all things Clayton Keller show today. <laughs> um, and, We'll be showing an exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with Clayton Keller on the show um, that has not been seen yet. We're going to talk a lot about what Keller has accomplished, what his ceiling is, how he compares to Keith Kachuk. And then I know it's the moment everyone's waiting for. We have a Petey's Puck Talk yeah, on, on Clayton, Clayton Keller. Keller. We have something, something yes. else. Yes. And, and after that, we can ask Petey about his help. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is true. So I don't know. Should we just get right into I it? Let should. people see the video? Yeah. I, I, I set it up. Yeah, why don't you give everybody a, a I just heads you know up. what? We we want to get inside and behind the curtain on this show. We want to be able to talk to players. And sometimes there are players that don't really want to talk to us <laughs> because they're busy. They got a lot going on, right? And Clayton Keller, we you know, we talked about going to his house, we talked about going to the golf course. He's buddy, I'm it's camp. I'm too busy. And this is what happened. It's Petey with PHNX, and we're back at the ice stand in Scottsdale. Again, we wanted to talk to Clayton Keller one more time before he jumped on a plane and headed to Australia. Unfortunately, he said he was too busy in the gym and on the ice. So I thought, if you can't beat him, join him. It's time to go one on one with Clayton Keller. Let's go. with Clayton Keller, Coyotes forward, and we're gonna do a little one-on-one -on -one with Keller. So, Kells, what's gonna happen? You get nine shots. Three from just inside the blue line, 
three from the hash marks, three breakaways. Every time you score, we take a question away. So if you don't want to answer questions, you got to try to score. But I get one bonus question. So the first question of the day, we're getting about two weeks before training camp. Where are you physically coming into this training camp compared to where you were a year ago at this exact same time? Yeah, I feel a lot better, obviously. Um, no rehab this summer, thankfully, and um, got to kind of have a full summer of you know training and skating. So um, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go, or it's the last summer I was kind of... Were you even you know, skating at this time last summer? Yeah, I was skating just kind of by myself and still kind of feeling it out. So, um, you know, it's definitely good, and now is, you know, when... When I'm getting anxious and, and ready to go and, uh, and uh, sick of, you know, just training and going to the gym. All right, you guys ready? Let's go. It's one-on-one -on -one with Clayton Keller. Ready? Oh! Off the post and pulled his groin in the first shot. Oh shit, this is when shit gets real. Woo. He's got two out of six goals. Yep. Woo. And that's only because he missed the net. I think I pulled my groin on the first shot. Ready? Save that one. Last one, Kills, let's go! Oh, oh. oh Kells. I'm way too old for this shit. Bring it in, Kells. I don't know how many I stopped, but you know what? I don't care because I don't follow the rules. <laughs> Kells. <sighs> I, I literally pulled my groin on the first shot. So I don't know, I'm taking the day off tomorrow, Craig and Leah, just letting you know. Last season you tied Keith Kachuk for the most points in a season by a Coyote with 86. Where do you set the bar for this season and can you put up those kind of numbers again? Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, just not worrying about that and just playing my game, you know, I think that's when, you know, when the results happen, when I'm just, you know, playing my best, having fun, um, you know, winning hockey games and, you know, the rest will, take care of itself I know the you know the type of player I can be and um, how to be successful so I'm just going to continue to do that and then keep pushing we saw you saw all the moves that Bill Armstrong made this summer he brought in Zucker and Dursey and Kerfoot this team is better do you feel you're in a position to compete for a playoff spot this year Definitely. I mean, I think, um, you know, adding those guys definitely is going to help us out a lot. Um, guys, you know, that have played in, you know, playoff situations, guys that you know, have been in the league a while and, you know, a young player like Jersey's, you know, a stud and he's been, you know, fun to skate with. So I think he's really going to help us out on the back end. So um, I think we're all excited for that challenge. And I think, you know, that's what our group expects, expects this year is to, you know, be pushing for that spot. Anybody that can get you the puck more is good for this team, right? Get That's that right. Jersey kid going. Let's go. Right. Can you explain to me the chemistry between you and fellow Coyote forward Nick Schmaltz? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we kind of just started having a lot of chemistry. I think it was always there, but, you know, I think we're all, you know, we're, we're growing up and still figuring things out in the league. And I think, you know, 
it's hard to, to find a guy like that uh, that you read you read off so well that you know you spend time away from the ranks. So um, it's definitely something that I don't take for granted. And um, he's such a great player and something that I love to be around. And um, you know, when, when we're on the ice, we we always seem to know where one another is. And um, you know, we play a lot of give and go. And I think that's what you know makes us successful. Okay, this one's hard. This is a hard hard hitting questions from PHNX. And, and I'm a little bit serious here, but you hear all the trade rumors on the internet. You can go on social media and Twitter. Can you just clear this up for us? Have you demanded a trade? And is the Nylander for Kelly rumor, can we finally put that to rest? Yeah, no, that's that's not true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just focused on, you know, myself and the team here. And, um, you know, just I love this group of guys. And, you know, this is where I want to be right now. I can't imagine getting up every morning and have to deal with that. And then say, oh, you, Petey, you're going to Chicago tomorrow. No, I, I don't. Okay, now this, we're getting into a little different territory now. You've been here for a while and you've worn a lot of different jerseys with the Coyotes. What is your favorite jersey you've ever worn with the Coyotes, including all of the reverse retros? What is your favorite Coyote jersey? Uh, probably the Kachina or the the one we did last year, the uh, the, the Desert, the desert yeah, Knights? Yeah, with the, Buddy. With the Ruigi. I didn't like uh, it, collab. I like but those. I like it now. I didn't like it to start, yeah. and on the ice, it's fire. It's it really good. good. Yeah, I like so, so we're gonna keep it in the theme of fashion. Unfortunately for you, not only did Troy Stetcher return, because he's got amazing drip. I don't know if you've seen Dursey. Have you seen Dursey? No, I haven't. He is literally bringing a little Hollywood vibe to the locker room. Like, buddy, hat game is fire. Like, it's better than Obi's hat game. Where do you think your drip is going to rank with this year's Coyote team? And are you going to push the envelope a little bit farther this year? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll You're see. good, though. I you got a good relaxed look. Yeah, I'll be somewhere in the top five, I'd like to say. Top five. Uh, it's nice here. Heard it here first. Top five. Fortunately, you know, we're, we have some games at home home and on the road where we can kind of wear what yeah. we want and, and look nice and I think that's something that you know would be cool for, for uh, the rest of the league to do as well. Okay we know you like to golf so if training camp was a golf tournament okay so you're on the golf course yeah where would you finish after a three-day event? I'd like to think second. Or second? First, yeah, Who's probably. first? Schmaltzy, I'd say. Schmaltzy can hit it pretty good? Yeah, he's pretty good. Buddy, do you guys play head-to-head -head all the time? Yeah, yeah. It sucks because we always want to be on the same so team. So who but, wins? But we can never. So you're first or second in a three-day Yeah, we kind of go back and forth. He, he gets me sometimes. I get him sometimes. But, um, yeah, it's always fun and, and competitive. And Well, again, so he's top five in drip, top two in golf, if you're keeping score. So you leave for Australia in 10 days. Are you packed at all? Are you getting ready at all? No, I haven't packed. Buddy, <laughs> what do you yet. bring for nine days in Australia? One I suit? Toothbrush? Hopefully no suit. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys don't have to, do you? I don't That'd know, be yeah. nice. We'll see, but yeah, I don't know. As you continue to mature as a player, and, and all the steps you've been through here, you've seen some good leaders on this team. Do you see yourself now as a leader of this Coyotes group? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, just growing year to year and, um, you know, I definitely think I can be a better leader this year. Uh, last year, I was, you know, just, I've said it before, I was so focused on my leg and how I was going to feel. And, you know, I think that kind of took away from a little bit of my leadership. And I think, you know, this year, I'm, you know, looking forward to, to that challenge and, and helping out the guys. Okay, the last two were just quick hitters. It's called this or that. Two quick hitters. I'm going to give you two topics. You just got to tell me which one it is. The first one, Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. And last one, Reels or TikTok? TikTok, probably. Buddy, 
And that is it for one-on-one -on -one with Kate, Clayton Kelly. Just want to thank Clayton for taking all the time today. Thank the ice stand here in Scottsdale for giving us the ice and letting us come out here and fool around for a little bit. We'll see you next time on PHNX. Okay, now I just want to talk about this. <laughs> when I thought of this, I thought, this is a really good idea. <laughs> I, I thought it was a good idea. Okay. And Craig and I both played goal in, in college. Okay. Oh, like how hard can it be, right? Like how hard can it be? My, my gear le legit has been in the garage for 12 years. I've never put on the skate since <laughs> in 12. But oh, it's no big deal. I don't Is need to stretch. in it? It, it I up. know. So I had a, I took the lawn blower and blew it all. I swear <laughs> to God, all my equipment with mice and Scorpions. spiders and stuff. Yeah. But I, I still got on the ice. Oh, I don't need to stretch. No, oh. I, I'm fine. Oy. And he was fooling around for a few shots before we started filming. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I stopped those. And then he said, OK, time to do it for real. And he let one go. And I, I moved and I, I, I pulled my groin in the very first shot. And I thought this was really dumb. Dumb idea for How's a 55 year old man. You know what? It, I, I'm, I'm a week later now, so I'm, I'm doing much, much better. Okay. I'm much better. But but it's a new new level of respect for for athletes. Again, that's, that's incredibly difficult on and your age. body. Yeah. And age, buddy. Yeah. You gotta so respect the age. I, I won't do it again. So enjoy it because that's not happening again. But, PD, besides the, the goalie part, great, great interview. Um, as Nick said, glad to get some personality questions as well. I think, you know, especially Keller's comfortable yeah. around you. So I do think that you get to see that side of him. And it's really, you know, we've talked a ton about how he's matured, not mm -hmm. just on the ice, but off the ice in the past few seasons. And I really think that came through. And I see, I know Craig's interviewed him since he first got here and you've seen it too, having his yeah, evolution. He's, he's changed completely yeah. in the way he does interviews. He's just comfortable now. Yeah. He's comfortable on his skin. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he mentioned leadership and we're going to, you know, spend the next bit of the show talking about all of that. But um, it was just really, really cool to hear his perspective and, yeah, I mean, PD, just churning out content every week it was here. Fun. It was a lot of fun, but it won't happen again. <laughs> so enjoy it, CWP, because we're not doing it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Keller's ready to go this season. I'm ready for hockey season to start. Um, and yesterday I spent all day, all day on my couch watching NFL. Um, and what makes it even more fun is betting on the games, especially when you don't really care. Like after the Cardinals game was done, I had no rooting interest, but placed a few bets, then you watch a little closer. Um, so right now with BetMGM, an amazing offer just in time for NFL season. If you sign up for BetMGM with the bonus code PHNX and place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10, you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. So literally win or lose, you will get $200 instantly. Um, amazing. And then you can use those on whatever you like, play some future bets. I love doing future bets. Um, so check that out. Did you have something to say? Yeah, I, I do. Because one of the M's in the MGM, uh, bet MGM stands for magic because it magically makes more money. I went in my college football day on Saturday and I magically turned $10 into $120 wow. for the four pick parlay. Thank you, Iowa Hawkeyes. Look at that. Yeah. All right. There you go. True story. You got to be giving out 10 and 120. Give them in the Discord. I watched the Bears. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there were some bad football games, buddy. Sorry. Oh, Vikings. boy. Well, yeah, you can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane and talk about the disclaimer. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Do you guys know what we were getting for lunch today? At the office? I don't. Could it be illegal pizza? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Sean is like stoked behind the Mac So right Sean's now. actually pulled the cords to the Mac right to the kitchen. Oh. He's he's that anxious. Yeah. I'll be here till four o'clock today. Yeah. <laughs> Craig's seconds and thirds, his little to-go bag. <laughs> he's like. Where'd all the queso go? The little Craig's box. Like, shoveling oh my God. They La- bring it Last time we <laughs> got illegal pizza, by the way, they they Listen, we're a queso office, illegal peds. Like we we need to we needed more queso, but Michaela was like taking one of the whole tubs over. Like Michaela, surprise, surprise. <laughs> like, is anything more on brand than Michaela stealing food? <laughs> Sorry, oh, Mac. Oh boy. Well, you can uh, yeah. swing by. Oh, wait, all no, the way back to the nutter butter. No, she's she's in a mystery location that we can't say. Well, it's eleven thirty. She wouldn't be here anyway. Well, we're, we are. She's in a mystery location that you'll know more about tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Is that now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Um, just swing saying. by Illegal really? Pete's. Great pregame location as well. Really close to Mullet. Um, so it. stop by. You can stop by for happy hour. It's 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations, including Tempe and Tucson. Illegal Pete's is the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. All right. It's awesome. I'm excited. Let's talk more Clayton Keller. It's Clayton Keller all day. It's it's Keller. It's, it's too bad there's not an alliteration like McBain Monday, Michelli Monday. I think of it too. I was killing myself. I, trying Kel- to Keller, Keller Monday. Keller conversation sounded boring. Yeah. So I yeah there's just, it's yeah. hard. Clayton, Clayton Monday. Nah. Yeah. Got yeah. nothing. Yeah. Clayton Keller. I mean, he's, he's mm. the face of the franchise, I would say. It, it, it's right interesting now. that you say that because it, 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 right now the NHL media day is going on over the next two days and where they bring all the stars to one place and all the, the top players in the league are there and Keller Keller is there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this season with the face of the franchise because there's another kid mm-hmm. vying mm-hmm. to be the yeah. face of this mm-hmm. franchise and that would be a young Logan Cooley and well interesting to see. If, if if the the king lion gets a little his hair on his neck gets up a little bit over the kid coming for his title so we'll see and see <laughs> if that pushes if that pushes two really good players um to to be hey i'm better than you and no i'm better than you all yeah. better for the coyotes so at some point they're going to play together they'll, they'll need a different wing if they're going to play together but at some point i want to see these guys play together yeah. and see what and you you know craig that there'll be moments in the season that they will whether it's injuries or line matchups or power play time that yeah. they'll get a chance to play together and i i'm really excited cuz everybody i've talked to one about cooley is the kid's special and we've seen how clayton keller's game has matured and evolved since he he became a full-time player in 17 18 well yeah. and i think the other interesting thing now and he mentioned in the interview about leadership and we've spent a whole show talking about Captain Z and Captain Keller. Whether he has a C or not, he's definitely a leader in this locker room. So, you know, maybe instead of it being competition, it's more like a a perfect opportunity for Keller to to mentor mentor Logan Cooley and take on that role. And I feel like if you're getting mentored by Clayton Keller, that's a pretty good mentorship to have because of all that he's accomplished and gone through and it, you know now he's been in the league for a long time it's crazy for someone who's so young because they just start playing so early now um, but before we get into that I want to rewind the clock a little bit and I'm going to throw it to Craig because 
this was a John Chica draft pick. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of Coyotes people and fans look back on the John Chica era, maybe mm. a little bit judgmental. And there's definitely some reason for that. But right. this was a good pick. It was a good pick. I don't think people really questioned this one at the time either. They were fine with this pick. Clayton Keller comes in and has a 65 point rookie season and people are like, oh, my God, this kid's going to be unbelievable. And then he dips. And in the midst of that dip, toward the tail end of that dip, John Chica decides to sign him to a long-term contract extension that got absolutely crushed in the national media. Everyone said this was an overpay. Everyone called this contract an albatross. No way he's going to live up to that. Well, guess what? John Chica was right. He bet on his future. He bet on this kid. He liked a lot of what he saw, how competitive he was, how dedicated he was to the craft. And by the time the contract extension kicked in, Keller had one still rough season where you're like, is this going to happen? And then he has the 63-point season that would have been bigger had he not broken his leg. And then he ties Keith Kachuk last season. Nobody is talking about this contract anymore, at least not from the standpoint of it being problematic. So I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but there are some contracts on this on this roster right now that John Chica was responsible for. And they look pretty good. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because you look at Keller's first year and you go, oh my goodness, he, he was slight, he was he was small, he played on the perimeter, he played, you know, he didn't didn't get into the dirty areas as we call them, but he put up a lot of points. And you go, well, let's see when the league knows who he is now. Let's see what it is the second year. And I think that's where part of the reason he took a step back is you defended him differently. You knew who he was. And then that contract came. And I, I am the first to say, I said it was a bad contract. I said, they'll never trade that. They'll never move that contract. My goodness. Like he he is one of the best players to ever play for this franchise in Arizona. Like he's he's top five when you look at the statistics and you start to um, I was the first and, and John Chica, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> I, I piled on. And and you talk about you know the the, the chicken concert contract. Oh, well, that's too long for a guy who really been hurt. Schmaltz and Dvorak, all these are too long. And Dvorak turns into a first and Chikrin turns into a first and Maybe there were some things that weren't so bad in, in those contract years. And Clayton Keller now, I think you can look at that and you, yeah, he's earning his money here without question. Now he needs to do it again. Yeah. And he now the bar has been set. Now you, you can't come in and give one of those 40 point seasons again. You can't. No. He needs to be here. I he wanna, set the bar. I don't want to start evaluating GMs, but the truth in the evaluation is never black and white. Then that's it's true. never black and white. There are good moves and there are bad moves. And, People like to bury someone. And like you said, Leah, there, there are good reasons to be angry with John Chica for some of the things that he did, but he also did some good work here. Um, the other thing that I need to point out, that we need to point out before we get into the future for Clayton Keller is how and- Andre Turingi unlocked his potential. Yeah. And not just with Clayton Keller. He did it with a group of players that constitute what is their core. He just, I know he took off. He took off. I don't know if it was the freedom, if it was the relationship. It was a combination of a lot of things. But Clayton Keller has moved into that stratosphere now that you expected him to move into when they drafted him long ago. Something that he couldn't do under Rick Tockett. 
Yeah, and you, and you talk about different coaches and how players play under those coaches. And you talk when he was when he first came into the league. It's a Dave Tippett team, and and we talk about Dave Tippett coaches from the defensive zone out. It's a defensively responsible team, and and I don't know if that gives a player like Clayton Keller all of the freedom to play a style of play that he's accustomed to, a little more freewheeling in the offensive zone. And I think there was a lot more structure under Dave Tippett. And I know he did well his first year, but I think that we talked about him being defended by opponents. I think that brought in some of it. He was good on the power play, all of those things. But as Rick Tockett came in, it was it, he just they just didn't fit. And, so, and sometimes you just don't fit with your coach. And you can't say Rick Tockett's not an offensive coach. He had the Pittsburgh Penguins, which was a team that excelled offensively. And so you can't really say it was the coach. It's just the relationship of the player and the coach. Yeah. It's just there's something just didn't click. And, and with Andre... Man, it clicked in so many different areas, and not just Keller, but the, you know, the the team and the, and the whole atmosphere of that room has been better. And we, we talked to Keller about Turnier, and he's excited to play for this guy. So, yeah, I, I do think that helped unlock or unleash the player that we start to see with Clayton Keller. And if we get into the the puck talk later, I think we'll show what that mm-hmm. really means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there were things that Clayton Keller did day one that still does now, but there are things that he does now that he sure as hell didn't do under the, under the two previous regimes. So Clayton Keller obviously tied Keith Kachuk's single season points record for Coyotes last season. Does he have the potential to break that record? Do you think? I think he does, and and part of this will be with the progression of the team. Now you look at his age and you think he's still really young. As we've seen with NHL players, he's entering his prime now. These these are the, the productive years, and this is part of why teams have changed. <laughs> How old is he, Craig? I know. It's crazy, He's right? 25. It's crazy, right? He's not 30. I know, but you look at the way yeah. teams structure their cap now and everything. Yep. They bet on these years. Yes. These are the productive years. I'm really curious to see over the next couple of years, as his team improves, maybe even has a different center. I don't know. Barrett Hayton may take another step forward himself and prove that he can play between those two guys but some of it will be uh, related to the quality of opponents around him some of it will be on him to take the next step to progress in his game but I absolutely think there's more in in possible in the tank with with Clayton Keller I think he can be a 90 point guy which is crazy to say given where he was a few years ago one of the keys for me is going to be and you mentioned that you hit on when you talk about the team Craig yeah I think what this team needs for for Clayton Keller to take that next step offensively is they need more threats besides Clayton Keller. Yeah. They need a line that they can follow up with, and you see it with Drysaddle and McDavid. You've got to cover. You've got to make a choice. Melk and Crosby. Like once he gets that that secondary scoring from this team starts to excel, now you got to defend other people. I think that will allow some freedom to him. And I and I also I think this power play under um, Blaine Forsythe from Washington Capitals coming in to do the power play. Maybe there's some power play tweaks that. This power play gets better and gets more points, which is an area that he's very, very good at, but under a different structure. And maybe they they start to take a step forward on the power play, which allows him again to get more points. So I I do think there are things. He's still the same player. He's still Clayton Keller and he's still going to put up numbers. But I think between the power play and his surrounding cast, not just his line mates, but the other lines that are going out after him will help him reach his goal. Do I think he'll get there? He seems to think he's going to, so I, I, I'm not counting this kid out. I, I think he teases it, and I think he gets close, especially in this era where, where offense is at a premium. Yeah, so, you know, I scoring really do is think up. there's a lot more room for growth on the power play in particular. He's not been an incredibly productive player on the power play, so it would be interesting if they can change the system, change the personnel, if he can unlock that as well. Okay. 
Yeah, I know you're going to get into this in your puck talk. Um, and we talked actually a lot about this when we did PHNX Ranks Week and we were looking yeah. at the greatest coyotes. And obviously, um, Kachuk and Doan were the only two on that list of 25. And we, you know, that said maybe in five to 10 years, Clayton Keller could be on this list. And I think it's going to be hard to like dethrone Shane Doan just for everything that he's done. Mm. But do you think, at least on the ice, that Clayton Keller? can be or already is the greatest coyote of I, all time i don't think he is yet um pd and i were talking about this last night where because the guy that we both agree is the best player in coyotes franchise history is keith kachuk and when you look at the era that keith kachuk played in scoring was down he played a hard hard game where he went to just brutal areas and took a beating and as you pointed out the points per game is just it's unreal it's nobody's close. nobody's close he, yeah. he's the leader there keith kachuk did it over long period of time he was such a consistent performer he's number one right now Clayton Keller's gonna have to do it for a good chunk of time before he's honestly even mentioned in that breath because he's not there yeah and I agree and I think you're gonna look at when you know who knows how long his career is gonna last here in the desert you don't want to project that but you look at players I put him in there with I mean he'll be a part of the Doan Kachuk Roanuk Keller like as the list like, he'll be top 10 yeah. like he's top 10 now yeah yeah and but you've got players like the Verbata is surprising put up unbelievable numbers here like there are some players Ladislav Nagy had a very short career but his numbers were impressive like Keller's skill level his hands and his skill pure skill he might be better than Keith Kachuk just that area of the game but the overall game man Keith Kachuk was something special like you, you you talk about how his sons play with a little grit and and getting something that hard at that but they weren't even close to the play the way Walt played like he was a he was a bull like he was mean and he was physical and he was big so no I don't put him in that breath yet I think his numbers are exceptional he's a more skilled hockey player than Shane Doan um but Shane, just by longevity and, and loyalty and all of those things, put him so far up on this franchise. He's got some work to do. Like he, he's the found the, the foundation has been laid. Like the Keller can be there, but now it's what does he do going forward? Almost like we should create a uh, an all time Coyotes lineup. Oh, maybe that's something we should do this week, Craig. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, we'll do that. Yeah, good. Perfect. Let's do that. Um, I know we've talked about it a ton, but I do think that Segway. Keller can make his case for being at least on the Mount Rushmore of just iconic coyotes, maybe if he does eventually get the C. And I know we've literally dedicated a whole show to this conversation, so we don't need to go too deep into it. But I think when you mention just having a captain right now, Clayton Keller is the next man up with that for this team. As of right now. As of right From now. the outside, looking yeah. in. Yeah, We're not in the room, so yeah, I don't you know. know. Craig said that we've talked about this this core group, and it's all on Andre Turini, and he wants to see it. And it's, he does have a core group of leaders. But what's interesting to me, Keller's a, a part of that leadership group. There is absolutely no question because he's he's been here since the beginning. He's only 25. But you... It'd be interesting to me to see that that leadership core with some of the more veteran players they brought in and how quickly they integrate into that leadership group. Dumba and 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 Zucker yeah. specifically that have been a little bit more veteran type players that have been around a little bit more and see how they mix with Kraus and Keller um, and see how that that relationship mixes because if all of those blend together really well, this is um, leadership by committee and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think they've got it. They've got enough guys that they don't have. I don't think they're going to be lacking if they don't have a captain this yep. season. 
Will he be eventually? Maybe. Again. Maybe. You don't know. Because we... we it happens I, organically. We, we and I mean, I was ready to anoint Jacob Chikrin as the next candidate. I know. And then Lawson Krause. It's and then crazy Krause thing, And things, Christian Fisher. And, things can change in yeah. a season. So. so things can change. Yeah. I, I think right now the ball is technically in Clayton Keller's court to see if he can continue to mature as a player as he's done on and off the ice. And, and I think that will be what starts to separate him as the true leader of this team. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, one thing that you know, stays consistent for for all of us is that Circle K's are everywhere. So for the guys like Jason Zucker and Alex Kerfoot, they're coming to a new city. Doesn't matter. Circle K's. They're all the same. Gas up there. I am. But, uh, I don't uh, think they're eating the snacks. I'm just just a hunch during well, the season. They have water. Even in the off season, they could. They have you Circle know, they K have water. A, say a sleeve of donuts, for instance. <laughs> As Sean and Craig would. Oh, God, that sounds good right now. Sleeping donuts in a polar pop. I mean, maybe they're eating the snacks, but they have to fill up on gas. Like, you drive a car. You can't really live in here. Right? They could hide it. It's very hard to live. crumbs out of the car so the trainers don't see it. It's very hard to live here without a car. So, luckily, there's plenty of Circle K's to stop by. And if you join the Inner Circle, which is Circle K's new free membership program, you can save at 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips, which is just an unbelievable deal. And then get the six free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks. They can get coffee or like a lemonade. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, so you can join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Okay, PD. Too, just saying. Yeah. What's that? They have, they they have got, a lot. They got healthy options. They, yeah. they do? They do? They do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. why I want to be healthy. Okay, ready? I'm, I'm, I'm handing you the reins to the show. Okay, so here we go again. It's time for another <laughs> Petey's Puck Talk. This time, we are talking about Clayton Keller. But we're going to start off with a few numbers. And I just wanted, this is, since he has joined the team full-time in 17-18, he played 16-17 a few games, but full-time, he is first in games played, first in goals, first in assists, first in points, first in power play points, and first in total shots. He is leading in every offensive category since he has joined the team. So this is no surprise that he begin, continues to be their biggest offensive option. So where do we start? We have to start in the offensive zone. This is going to be a little different than some of the PD's puck talks. We're going to say not what he needs to work on. It's what got him to where he is. And so we're going to go with his offensive zone. Let's start with his playmaking and his vision and his ability to make plays. We talked about Michelli being able to pass through sticks and through people. Keller is absolutely elite as his ability to distribute pucks in the offensive zone through tight areas, tight spaces. And most often, as we talked about, it's with Nick Schmaltz and his ability to get the puck across the Royal Road. This is the same picture we used for Schmaltz. Eight of the goals that Schmaltz scored of his 22 were passes that made a Across the Royal Road by Clayton Keller. The Royal Road is the middle of the ice and has much higher percentage of scoring. If you can get passes across that, Keller is exceptional at getting pucks across the Royal Road. And here's some of those pay, plays that you can see how he was able to get through space, through sticks, through players to get shots through the Royal Road um, to Nick Schmaltz. And here again, these are more shots. He's just he's able to get through sticks, through players, places where you don't think you should make a pass. He can make a pass. His playmaking is elite. And here he is on the power play. We talk about about what can happen to him on the power play. I think there's room for improvement here based on systems and their ability to score. But again, here's passes through the Royal Road that he's able to make with his exceptional vision. Next thing, he has a skill. Like his hands are high, high end. When you look at breakaways and guys that have quick hands, his ability to take a goalie inside out and turn him around from the blue paint is high end. And he's one of the top players on this team on the shootout. Not verbata. 
or a coin, but he's really, really, really talented from this part of the ice. And the other thing is underrated for Clayton Keller is his shot. He could be goalies clean from from the hash marks, top of the circle in, and you could see it as we get to some of the other slides on where he is most apt to do that. But he's got a really, really good shot. These are things that he has had all along. And we talked about his power play skill. He is a threat to score on the power play because of his quick shot and his quick release, his ability to pick spots on the ice. Let's take a look at his goal location. Now, this took a while because he scores a lot. So this is 37 goals that he scored. And interesting, he scores the majority of his goals by his shot because his shot is so elite. But so I want to go to that slide next. He scored a third of his goals on his offside. And what that means is he shoots left-handed and he's on the right side of the ice and he has his stick in the middle of the ice. And this is an area he is really dangerous off his off wing. He likes to shoot from this area of the ice. Was it Tip that identified that initially? So Tip moved him from the left to the right. And I think he felt a lot more comfortable. You've seen him in the power play here under Bear play on both sides. Mm -hmm. And they had different threats uh, off of that other side. I I like Keller on the, the right side side of ice and this is why he's so dangerous with his stick to the inside so as you watch him this season watch his shots from this side of the ice and how dangerous he is from here we're going to talk about now is what has evolved what what makes Clayton Keller an all-star not just a good offensive player but what takes that next step what makes him better than the other players that he is surrounded with and the first thing is getting to the net. And this is something he did not do in his first few years here. He did not do this under Tippett. He did not do this under Tockett. Bear has been able to awaken this in him. And whether that's maturity or strength or confidence, you look at the shots that he scored almost a third of his goals. He has got from the hash marks in where he's driving the net or he's camped out in front of the net. And that's something he did not have in his repertoire when he first started out in the league. This is the area you need to go to if you want to be an elite goal scorer in the National Hockey League. He has finally shown the ability to do that. And you're going to look at some of these plays where he's beating players to that area, where he's working hard to get there, and he's have to physically engage to get to that area of the ice. Here's an example against Edmonton, one against Calgary, where he gets inside the defender, gets a stick presented, and he's able to score a goal from in those difficult areas. And here he is not scoring on these plays, but look, he's in the blue paint, engaging with defensemen. He's being pushed around and being physical. He's confident in these areas, and this is what's going to elevate him as he progresses as an offensive talent. The other thing he does is he drives the net. He didn't used to do this, Craig. He used to pull up at the top of the circle and try to look for the pretty saucer play. Now he drives the net. And if you want to separate yourself from good to great, you need to continue to play like this. The other area is without the puck. This is where I think the little noticed things that Clayton Keller does when he doesn't have the puck that make him so much better. And one of the things is his puck pursuit. When you look at some elite goal scorers, and I'm going to throw Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin in there. I'm not comparing him to those players. What I'm saying is this desire when you don't have the puck to get the puck is what separates those good scores. And Clayton Keller now has that. If he doesn't have it, he wants it. And so here he is on these two plays where he's back checking. And these are NHL players he's going against where he uses his speed, puts his head down, great stick, and he gets the puck going back the other way. He wants the puck. And he doesn't give up on those plays until he has been able to get the puck back. Here he is again. You look at the puck pursuit here against San Jose. He, the one interesting thing about this one is he physically separates the forward from the puck. 
and he gets the puck going the other way. He's not afraid to use his body, and Keller's bigger than he was when he started, and he continues to work on his size. This is the part of his game that has actually improved the most over time, and this area that we've talked about on the show, his ability to defend. The better he can defend, the more time he can spend on the ice, and you can see in this clip where he starts off in front of the net, he's very low at the hash marks. He's protecting the front of the net just where he should be, but as the puck changes sides, he jumps quickly, which is what Bear wants, and not only does he get there quickly, physically engages, separates the opponent from the puck, and makes a turnover. That's that's a high-end play for a player that's a skilled player to make defensive plays like that. And here he is again. This is against top players of the Florida Panthers where he gets a stick in the play, his desire to continue to compete and make a good defensive play to get the puck going the other way, continues to excel. Here he is physical against Chicago. Quick. Quick foot movement, separates the player from the puck, pins him against the boards, and allows his line mate to get the puck going the other way. This is the part of his game that has improved the most without question. Here he is again defending. This is against Kirill Kaprizov. This is a really good hockey player with good quickness and good footwork. Good stick, creates a turnover, goes the other way. So he can be on the ice with some of these skilled players. And if you can defend like this, you get more ice time. You get more ice time, you get more opportunities. Here he is in the neutral zone defending where he switched with the defenseman. Now he's backing up, closes off Connor Clifton, separates it from the puck, and they continue to move on. And here's the last area I really want to talk about is his compete. His ability to compete and work in all situations. Here he is. It's an offensive side. Uh, the puck dribbles behind the goalie. Instead of staying in the periphery, he attacks the net. He gets pushed by three Minnesota Wild, pushed down on his butt, and he's still able to score because he's competing and getting to those dirty areas. Here he is again, where you see that compete level, where he fights off the Winnipeg Jet to main offensive zone possession of the puck. You're going to see it again, where he's going into the corner, this time with Spurgeon, one-on-one with Spurgeon, and his fight, his compete, he doesn't give up on that puck, ends up getting pushed to the ice, but still able to make a good offensive play because of his compete. Here he is one-on-one with Wood from New Jersey. Physical, pushes him to the ice, creates a turnover. His compete level has improved so much over time that you you are no longer afraid to put him on the ice in all of these situations. Here he is again, physically engaging, quick in the offensive zone, getting that puck back, and willingness to compete. And that, all of those things together, allow him to be on the ice for the penalty kill. His stick is better. His speed is better. He understands his assignments on the penalty kill. He doesn't hurt you on the kill. Ended up with two shorthanded goals because of his ability to kill penalties. He can be on the ice in all situations now. He is now a threat. When you pull the goalie or the goalie is pulled, Clayton Keller can be on the ice. And let's look at a few things. Chasing Coyote history. Right now, as it stands, he's 11th in games played. And you look at the list that he's behind, he has a chance to catch Bodker, Roanick, and Verbata right now and get into the top 10. Then we can go to, to, to goals with fifth with 133. He can catch Roanick and Verbata this year and end up third behind Kachuk and Doan this season wow. with a great year. You go to assist, he's sixth in Coyotes history with assists. And realistically, this year can catch Newman, Roanick, and potentially Keith Yandel, again to put him third behind Doan and Oliver ekman Larson for all-time Coyotes assist leaders. Points, he's fifth right now in Arizona Coyote history, and he can easily catch Burbata, Roanick, and Larson to be second only behind Shane Doan if he has another repeat season like last year. And we talked about his chase of, of uh, Kachuk tied, and he stands alone with Kachuk now as 86 points in one season. And that, my friends, is a Petey's Puck that. Talk on Clayton Keller. Wow. Look at that graphic. Are you gonna and I built the graphic. Thanks, man. 
That was quicker. That wasn't too long. How that's many great. slides was that? It was a lot. It was a lot. It was 44. <laughs> 44 slides, but it buzzed. You did. That was awesome. The, especially at the end, just seeing the, how many people he can catch for all those records this year is really fascinating. Very fascinating. I want, you, you talked about his his progression and the especially the defensive side of his game, but willingness to be physical. We talked a lot at the start, of not not the past season. I think it was a season before when he put on seven pounds, and he had to that point in his career, he had only added five pounds yeah. from his draft year, which was just crazy. I remember Rick Tocket talking about it, like. How is that even possible? Yeah. Then he puts on seven pounds. I asked him about it at media day because he was so noticeably bigger. He looks even bigger now. That's got to be a big part of this, aside from the maturity, right? I think the strength helps absolutely because you know what the strength does? One, it makes you stronger, clearly, and you can Mm -hmm. push players off the puck. But two, it gives you the confidence to put you in situations through that. If you're, if, and I don't want to say use fear or afraid because that's not the right term, but if you feel like, yeah, I'm tough enough, I can do this, I think it allows him to get in, engaged in these kind of plays. But the other thing is, is he's got a mindset now where you used to watch him in the defensive zone. And, and uh, sorry, Kels, there'd be an element of cheat. And, and what I mean by that is he would stick around closer to the blue line, hoping that the puck would come to him or hoping that the puck would get flipped to the neutral zone and hoping it could go on the offense. What he's learned now is if you can gauge, engage in the defensive zone and can help separate the puck, well, now you're on offense. You don't have to hope for it. You can create it yourself. Yeah. And that side of his game, I, I was thoroughly impressed watching him defend. Like it wasn't, it wasn't tentative or reaching up with a stick. He physically engaged. He wants the puck. That compete level is, he he is not a, a defensive zone liability at all anymore. And I think that's what's taken him from a good player to a great player. Yeah, it is. It is interesting too, to, to think about him because he's only 5'10". Like he's not this, you know, massive presence, but to see him in those sorts of situations is extremely impressive. And the one thing that stood out to me there was all of the slides on compete, because I feel like compete is one thing that you can't really, I mean, obviously he's improved, but you can't really teach it. Like that's an internal, it's a will. It's an internal desire. So there's probably players out there who are extremely skilled, but if they don't have compete, maybe they're not tapping into their full potential. And I feel like You've mentioned his compete improving. Well, that's been a direct correlation with his offensive output improving as well. So to me, there's a complete tie in there. And if he, you know, just continues to do that and at the same time is now, you know, at 25, setting an example for these younger players, you know, leading by example, I think he has the potential to to beat Kachuk's record and beyond. I really, I really, I want to put that part of that is on bear again, you know, Andre Turnier. And it's, I, I think, and I use this analogy a lot. I was a bad speller because everybody told me I was a bad speller. Everybody told Clayton Keller can't defend. You're an offensive player. Can't defend. Can't put you on the penalty kill. Bear said, you know what? You can, you can defend. You can. And once you start to be- believe it's a very powerful tool and bear believed in him and he starts going, Oh my goodness, he's putting me out in these situations. Well, he believes in me. And, and, and it, it's just, it feeds itself. And I, I really, I, I have to tip my hat to Andre Turnier for allowing Clayton Keller to become that. And I think that's, uh, we talk about Bears motivation. I think it's that side of the puck that he's been able to, to in, instill into Clayton Keller. Because Clayton's got the offense. Like, you can't teach that part of the game. But you can instill confidence and teach the defensive side. And I, I put that on, on Coach Andre Turnier. So, this season, does he eclipse 86 points? I'm saying yes. Short? 
I think he's short this year. I think he's he's had a good year. I don't think this is the one. I think he will do it. Well, he's here. I I don't think it's this season. I, I think he's in the seventies this year. Seventies, okay. I, I have him just a couple points short. I'm yeah. thinking like eighty four. And I and I and, and I don't mean that as a knock. I just no. think that this team is so much deeper than it's been before. So I don't think that's a one trick pony anymore. That you got to get Schmaltz and Keller out there. Now you can get Cooley and, and Zucker out there. You can get Kerfoot out there. I think this had, team has get the Bukestad line out. Yeah. I and I and so I don't want to say that he's going to take a step backwards. I think. This allows him to focus on the important points. He'll get the important points, the last minute, down by a goal. Um, but I don't think that it's going to diminish his play. I think Caleb sums it up nicely when he says, Keller now has that dog in him. <laughs> yeah, is, the dog in him. That is, like that is a great summary, Caleb. Thank you. Um, well, I just checked FOCO. They don't have a Clayton Keller bobblehead yet, so we're going to have to get on them. Okay. But something I did learn about FOCO, actually from Sean, is that a lot of the bobbleheads they have are like limited edition Right, Sean? Yeah. So not only does Foco have bobbleheads, but they're limited edition, but they also have apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. And they always have your back for Arizona sports. So get the best gear around by visiting Foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and using code PHNX. And for all non-presale items, use promo code PHNX for 10% off. And while you're at it, what a great time to become a PHNX diehard. The season is about a month away now, like literally one month. Craig and I are going to Australia in less than less a than week. Less than a week. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, boy howdy, as you would say. Yeah. Um, so just, yeah, we're going to have a lot of great content coming from you. PD's been like turning out content like no one's business the last few weeks. Um, so you can support us by joining the family. But in return, you get access to our Discord, which includes, you know, conversations directly with us monthly not just PD's Puck Talks. I'm sure Craig and I will do some things too, but PD's Puck Talks are exclusive the behind the bag. scenes conversation. You got Craig's weekly diehard only content um, as well. 20% off merchandise, 20% off on events. And we have some new Peach Next Coyote shirts dropping when the season starts. So just get ready for that at PeachNextLocker.com. And I will say this. There, there have been times, as long as everybody stays quiet, Craig has once in a while dropped little nuggets in there that he doesn't drop anywhere else. And that will continue as long as everybody follows the rules. Yes, very true. So just a ton of great perks to being a diehard. And thank you to everyone who came out to BetMGM yesterday for the first PHNX Cardinals away game watch parties. Uh, they had they had there. a giant wow beer tower going. I saw that. that <laughs> yeah, saw, fire. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, and yeah, they were giving away Cardinals tickets at this event. And they're going to continue to do that. CWP. Yeah, CWP won the tickets. So if you just show up to these events, like you could possibly win Cardinals tickets among along with ticket raffles prize giveaways and other things so you can check out the link in our show notes for more details on those watch parties it's we're getting into that time of year where we're gonna have a ton of events and we love seeing everybody out there i think just meeting people in person of course i know there's a lot of people who watch and listen who don't live here locally which is why the discord's so great to connect but if you're here in the valley we'd love to meet everybody in person as well do you guys have anything else before we wrap up today that's a busy monday yeah following up tomorrow with a busy tuesday yeah so Rookie can I mean the rookies report. Yep. Like tis the season. Talk all about it tomorrow. Tis the season, you guys. Things are happening. Are you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> like as much as we all sit there and can't wait for hockey season. Well, no, I can wait just a little bit longer. <laughs> Summer, don't go.
Summer go. I'm ready. Yeah, I yeah. Know. It's gonna, this this is going to be a fun year. I, I'm gonna, this is going to be a fun year to, to follow this team. There's so many good storylines to follow. You'd be Logan Cooley and Clayton Keller chasing mm-hmm. future. You've got veteran players coming in. Uh, this is going to be a fun year to, to follow these storylines. I'm, I'm really excited to see. It's not just, hey, let's see if this team loses another one and try to get a draft pick. This is, let's see who this team can surprise. Yep, absolutely. So like Craig mentioned, we'll be previewing um, rookie camp that's our whole show tomorrow. So we just got the roster. Did you uh, did you tweet it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Craig tweeted it. You can check that and out. And no, Craig Twitter. and I are not playing in the rookie. Although I we tried. No, PD's on IR. So. Yeah, I am. <laughs> the the <laughs> permanent I'm on IR is Shea Weber and LTR. Little. I'm on the LTR. I had to go so deep with the rosters that I was wondering for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig's playing in the Wichita game, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so if you're buying, buying tickets to that, tilt the ready for Craig Morgan. And, 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 don't laugh, Craig. Bet the over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Be sure to hit the like button on our this video and be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because not only are we live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., we'll start to be live for post games next week. I don't know what time we'll be live, so it won't be the middle of the night. I promise you that, but but stay tuned. Um, and also, we have tons of extra content on our YouTube channel as well besides just live shows, so make sure you're locked in seeing what's going on there. You can also listen to this in the audio form if you listen to this whole thing today. This is a great one to watch on YouTube just because of the PD's Puck Talk and the Clayton Keller interview, which will shortly be up on our, the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So you can follow all of us on Twitter, though. In the meantime, at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePods. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. I can smell hockey. It's that close. Can We're almost back. Pizza? Smell legal pizza. And I can smell <laughs> legal pizza yeah. as well. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Monday and we will see you all tomorrow.